Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> hello there, everyone. It's Wally here. Welcome back to 20s Convos and welcome back to another episode. Now, if this is your first time listening ever, we have just wrapped up our fifth season and are now taking a break to prepare for the next season. Now, even though we are currently on a break, though, of course we can't leave you all hanging. No, we can't. We all just love you too much. So this episode is part of our off-season episodes where we give our opinions on trending issues around the world, at home and abroad, as well as sharing stories that are meaningful and timely. It's shorter, raw and unfiltered. Enjoy, folks. All right. So, um... You sent this thing to me. Um, let me even read exactly how you how you put it out. Just one second. Um, Joe Biden, U.S. presidency, and Afghanistan. Um, so to be honest, when this thing started, um, what it's it's been like what two weeks now, I think, or maybe a li- yeah, just around two weeks. It was I think about ten days. Ten days. Yeah, it was a very. It felt like a very surreal thing, right? Like, what exactly is happening? Okay, what does it mean? The Afghanistan. Like, okay, U.S. was pulling out. For, funny enough, we didn't even hear, I didn't hear that much about Biden wanting to pull out, right? Because I think I'd mentioned it before. Um, and then this was just, you know, following up with that um, sort of like statement he had made. Um, and so when, so actually, so what, what I heard about wasn't about the pullouts, was just about like the Taliban now taking over, right? And funny enough, like if you think about I don't know, when it comes to like wars that US is involved with and all of those things, I've never really like paid so much attention. Like obviously you hear things about it in the news, you watch TV shows and they're always going to reference all of these things. But what I did decide to do was to try and just do like a quick re- like overview of what was going on to understand, right? So I first I think I first watched a video on YouTube by Al Jazeera, you know, explaining who the Taliban was um, and all of those things. And I... From there, I was able to glean that they were actually in power before. They were in government before. Um, yeah, and yeah. then uh, 9-11 happened. Um, the U.S. kind of like... Okay, so yeah, 9-11 happened. The U.S. Uh, was linked it to Osama. And apparently Osama was in Afghan being protected by the Taliban. The U.S. asked the Taliban to, you know, give him up. And they denied that he was around there. Um, and so then U.S. launched or they authorized the use of force in, in Afghanistan mm. and started to do all of those things. And then um, if eventually, like, the Taliban government fell and then they instituted a new government in there. And so that's what's been there since. And then the conversation switched into, OK, um, when, they finally, when they finally got to Osama, which happened in what they call it, um, Obama's time. But after, after, like, the Taliban fell, it was more about, you know, how when is the U.S. going to leave Afghanistan, right? Now that the government that they say was protecting a terrorist has fallen and they've put their own government or they've put a government in place that is democratic, like when are you going to transition your, your forces out of there? And so that was kind of like the conversation of transitioning out of there. And then um, that was mostly Bush's administration. And mm. then Obama came in, the, co- the talks continued about, okay, how are we going to get out? Like, let's transition out of completely out of Afghanistan, pull ourselves out and transition security over to the Afghanistans themselves uh, because the U.S. forces were still there to maintain security for that purpose. Um, then, obviously, Obama, Osama w- was killed and then talks continued of let's get them out. And so they transitioned security. And I think around, I don't know when it was, maybe 2000 and something. Um, I, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was 2013 that, 
I think, you know, they transitioned security to Afghanistan, but U.S. troops were still there. Then Obama was now the first person to announce U.S. troops being withdrawn, you know, in 2014. But then Trump came in and decided or mentioned that he didn't want them to withdraw because of the vacuum it will create of power, you know, if, if the U.S. completely left. Obviously, it became a political thing. Biden came. I think the Democrats were always for the withdrawal, I think, in that sense. And it's led up to what has happened now. But one funny piece that I feel that has been surfacing a bit is how, you know, people are saying the U.S. was actually the one that sponsored the Taliban initially when it started, right? It's a problem they created. And the story behind... Is, is, that, is that proven? Yeah, so, so, so the story is that um, the Afghan civil war, it was, there was, it was called the Democratic Republic of Afghan, Afghanistan before. Right. And they were heavily backed by the Soviet Union. Right. Okay. Um, so um, and so once the Communist Party in Afghanistan came into power, that gave back that gave rise to the Mujahideen, which is like it's kind of like a phrase used for anyone who takes up the Islamic cause, the struggle. Right. Anyone who you know, signs up to that struggle. And so the Mujahideen was against the Communist Party in Afghanistan, which was backed by the Soviet Union. Right. And so. The, the U.S., obviously, the U.S. and most of the West supported the Mujahideen because they were against communism. So it was more of a, you know, democracy versus communist kind of vibe to start off with, right? And then, um, so the U.S. kept sponsoring and the West were sponsoring the, the Mujahideen that eventually evolved to the Taliban really just to take over, you know, the communist government that was there. And that's how the Taliban eventually got into power, you know, on the back of the end of the civil war once it ended, right? Um, uh. and yeah, so that's, that's the context that a lot of people, or like when you hear those threads of, oh, the U S has created this problem, um, that's sort of like what it is. So, and honestly, so my reaction to it is generally has been the focus on Biden and the democratic party is just a, the tip of the story. Like it goes, this has been something that has been ongoing for the last 20 something years. Right. And yes, finally, they've decided to take action and pull folks out, like pull the troops out and things like that. but. Um, these talks have always been in place. There's, it's always been in place that hand over security to Afghanistan themselves and all of those things. Now, there's narratives that, and I'll, I'll stop talking now because I feel like I'm just rambling on, but there's talks that, you know, the plan to transition wasn't even a solid plan, right? Because- you're, Yeah, that's yeah, the uh, main the main The main problem. Like, it's not about leaving, but it's about how they left so yeah. suddenly. Yeah, yeah. No. But the, the question is, was it so sudden? That's, that's the argument. You know, they're saying, you know, they've been training the forces on the ground, all of those things that they didn't expect it to happen so quickly and all of those things. But like, again, I feel like- once It did you- seem a bit sudden because I guess, I mean, why else would they have left, in quotes, military weapons behind that, were cost, that cost billions of dollars? Yeah. No, but, but the idea was that they weren't living, they weren't just, they were living it in control of, the like the afghan they are yeah the, but um, yeah i mean the people they left in control they have they've pretty much taken over by the taliban anyway uh-huh. and so, so, the, that, so yeah. the, the point the, the point there is that those critics are saying that the u.s is not naive enough to think to have thought that this would not have happened sure 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 so they should have known this like if anybody anybody who knows basics of what's been going on would have known that if they left like the way they did they'd have taken over yeah so so that's where the the critics are coming from but actually in fact like if you look at joe biden himself like i think i said from day one i'm not american never even don't care too much about their politics until (laughs) i if i end up there whatever but 
but yeah, the the man the man is is not functioning well. <laughs> right? He yeah. is clearly incompetent. He has been since pre-election. Right? This is and, drugs, and, and this is not no, I mean physically and like he's old, bro. It's not yeah. as if I'm not it's not it's not an insult or anything, no. Yeah. It's just the st- state of what it is. Have you seen him talk? Bro, to be honest, since the election have seen, ended. Have you seen uh, I watched that video when I was climbing the staircase to the plane where you fell? Yeah. That's a classic way you fall when you are that age and your body's not functioning as as it used to hmm. anymore. You know, like even 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 what it says. So, so um, I watched one video where they asked him a question about 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 when the Taliban took over or when something happened, and he goes, and they were like, "Oh, why did why did you let this happen in this way?" And then he said, "Oh, that was four days ago," and his answer to say that four days ago as if that's that's an and that's a that's a valid answer. It was just a weird interview, and this was which was like a week ago there about. Yeah, if you watch his speeches as well, he slurs in his speech say, he says gives the wrong answers he forgets stuff yeah. it's not a diss the guy is but <laughs> the thing is we all I mean not we all know but he clearly just came in because he was the only guy who could go against Trump go against Trump but yeah. in the end the Democrats themselves as as in my opinion they've never really had never really suggested any plans it's just it's just winning, winning with, against winning the Republicans. With, yeah. Win, no, winning with, the use of, ideologies and mm-hmm. not actual, plants. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm not in America. I I don't know the details, but from yeah, what we, from, from what where we, from you're what sitting, see, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it looks like. Yeah. Right. You, you know, I as we're thinking about as we're talking about this, it's just. I, I don't know how invested I was in, in the U.S. election. It was more, it, honestly, like, Trump, Trump winning was, like, it was, it was painted as a shock. Like, it was definitely, I know, I, I remember the morning I woke up and, like, I slept and, you know, looking at the polls on CNN, I'm like, yeah, you know, there's no way Trump can win, right? Like, like even whatever the numbers are saying, right? Like, you know, it's just going to be a, yeah. I also ran. And then I woke up in the morning, turned on the TV and, you know, it was looking like he was going to win. And I'm like, yeah, I saw that as well. I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Right. But then this was coming off of the back of Brexit happening as well, like the votes, the referendum and things like that. So that kind of like prepared me for like a shocking thing. Right. Okay, this is probably going to happen. But what does that mean? And throughout his presidency, it was more around like for what we know as presidential and what we like, it just seemed very random. Like this person is the strongest, like is the strongest man in the U S right. It just felt it didn't gel, but one can argue that it didn't gel because of the perception that this American marketing machine has, or the West, the West marketing machine has pushed out, right. How we see them as the bastion and the ideal of every single thing. And just all of this fineness right and you know trump was kind of like a spanner in the all of those works um but obviously he wasn't like he made some rash decisions according to i guess how we want to say it as people that understand politics to the level that we do which is not that high but i'm just saying i've lost that much interest in what's going on in the u.s right um and and the activities everywhere because everything 
it first seems like something that is ideological, like you said, that, okay, you know, we really, we really care about the human race, really care about all of these things that are going on. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's very self-seeking and it's very political at the end of the day. Like, like Trump comes out and uses the word America first, right? And everybody goes, hey, why are you crazy? Like, da-da-da-da-da. Biden comes and Democratic government comes and says something similar. Maybe not in all those exact words, yeah, right? Yeah, and everybody, but, but fine. yeah. So for me, I'm like, who are we tricking here? Let's just be real and understand that it's all a game. It's a political game that has real implications sometimes. But at the end of the day, everybody's just seeking their own self-interest, right? Which is why, like, the Afghan Nixon president, like, is, okay, you've handed over power to me. You're deciding to leave, but may I know deep down that we can't stand against these people, right? And then finds his way out and he disappears, right? And for me, it's the chaos that follows after. Like, the people would always be the ones to suffer. That's really what is Speaking of chaos, yeah. there's a conspiracy that, that they've left like this so suddenly so that... When they, they decide give, to come back. Give, give room or give space to go back again. Mm. In, in terms of cause create room for chaos yeah and, and have reason to go back again and dominate the place and maybe give rise to some extreme form of terrorism that might happen again from you know um, from from i don't know from somewhere yeah and, and have an excuse yeah there's, there's also on that theory that i heard this was um i think it was on Rogan's podcast i heard this or was it ben no, no, it wasn't Ben Shapiro. I think it was Russell Brand. I'm not sure who I heard it from. All these names there, you're listening for like, is police? Are this who you listen to? <laughs> I mean, I listen to also people from 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 your Instagrammer on your page who talks about skincare to somebody in New Zealand. It's, I have no boundaries to be honest. Um, but yeah, and it's and said that someone said that it's a drug thing as well. As in, mm. someone said the reason why they've been there for so long because. So I think the Vietnam War particularly was, I think Vietnam had um, big farms of it. There's, there's a drug they had that, that was very, that they were known for in Vietnam. Mm. I can't remember. Let, let me quickly Google it. Vietnam War drugs. Anyway, I know that right now, um, Afghanistan is like one of the largest producers of opium. Mm. Right, which is like, and apparently they even had like uh, U.S. guards guarding opium fields in like Afghanistan. Okay, you know, and and opioids are like one of the highest ranking drugs now in the U.S. in terms of usage and addiction. Okay, so so another theory is that that the how do, how do I put this? Them leaving yeah. is also another reason to create, you know more an excuse to go back and 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 extract those things yeah without again i must stress these are, these are theories are conspiracy theories that i'm mm. not creating that i heard <laughs> so yeah. i'm just sharing them yeah. um but anything can be true because joe biden is not particularly a novice he's been around even since vietnam war mm. right saigon and stuff so not particularly a novice so except he's been advised by people who have incentives for these things. Yeah. But as you said, I don't think any type of by coincidence. Some, sure. it's, it was someone's decision to make this happen or to make something happen as a consequence of this. Yeah. W- what I like to caveat that with is that, yes, sometimes some things have like ulterior motives, but what I've also realized is that sometimes people don't necessarily think 
10, 15, 20 steps ahead. We would like to think that in movies where people are sitting down, being calculating and saying, if we do this, X will happen, Y will happen, and it will just all converge in some long, beautiful plan. I think more what happens in reality is that people have expectations of what to happen if they do one or two things, but they're not exactly sure of every kind of repercussion that can come about because of it. Oh, yeah, expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. they might expect some level of chaos but they don't know what specifically would happen but for them the incentives of what they're after is strong enough to at least get the ball rolling to put that first dom- domino down right and you know if you flip back to to i guess the history of all of this right it's the 9-11 attacks you know mm. um the relationship with osama and the taliban and all of these things right um it might seem like when you're looking back, it might seem like one stretch of story that has been for plan and things like that. But honestly, I feel it's like different people with different agendas coming in and initiating different things and people having to deal with the effects of those decisions that they've made. You understand, right? And so mm. um, what does that mean for, I guess, us on this side or just looking from the outside in? For me, it's just about the people involved now, like the people on the, the short end of the stick right we're watching all these images of people trying to like yeah it's, it's it's crazy like one one first thing that you try to do to be empathetic is to put yourself in those shoes however possible it is that you can imagine and wondering what happens if you're involved in a situation like that yeah like, i can just imagine like living there and stuff I yeah mean, if, again one thing is you can never be sure what life is there like until you go until you go right yeah because pictures may not tell the full story but i mean one can imagine that it's chaotic because people are falling from planes from planes <laughs> you know <laughs> and people are trying to jump oh i even saw that greece greece just put up a 40 kilometer wall to prevent <laughs> afghan refugees but i'm trying to look at the map and see how close greece is to that part of asia for them to do that mm. Maybe they typically get, I don't know why they did that, but yeah, I mean, I know why they did that, but I don't know whether it's whether they often get refugees and people escape and trying to cross their borders in Greece. Man, the refugee crisis is, yeah, it's just, but, but is I the funny thing about this world is like all the refugee crisis and everything, you know, you know, us in Nigeria, yeah, like in a way. I don't want to say this. I'm trying not to say this, but we don't have the worst life. Some parts. Some parts. Yeah. No, but yeah, some parts, but yeah, some parts. But <laughs> in a way, it's all parts. Just giving this example of Afghan. Maybe not even Afghan, even Haiti, for example. Yeah, Haiti, Syria. Okay, you mean like, yes, natural things and unnatural things like you know like yeah just yeah just the fact that the instability in those regions may like where where is yemen right now man like what isn't i guess the other side of it is that they all started like maybe the level at which the story started becoming public right is where we've we started to hear about it but what maybe the argument is that it always starts been that from, way. No, no. It always starts from somewhere and it just keeps growing. And like we said on the episode where you just, it becomes, you start to normalize in some kind of way some of the things that are happening until it becomes this full-blown thing that, you know, then reaches the global stage, right? Because let, let's, let's think about it. If in 2001, when you were in primary school, right, 
you know, kidnappings the way they are popular now were very popular then. Like, like when you if if you heard something about the future that, on in a part of Nigeria, like eighty students, three sixty students, five hundred people, like people are just going to be kidnapping and you know you be calling people that are essentially terrorist bandits. Yeah, but different difference here. What what I'm saying is this one in these regions. Yeah. Yo. You pretty much can't tell when you're gonna live or die, or as a woman, you you pretty much don't have rights to say many things. I'm just trying to. I'm not saying our life is glorious in Nigeria. I'm not saying. I'm just saying sometimes this these things give perspective. Yeah, fair, fair. To the life you're living. Yeah. And and it's just what we talked about with Olumides, where where we said you know you can think that you are living in a terrible hut, H U T hut. Yeah. And that's because you've seen a sky riser somewhere. Mm. Or someone could be living under a balcony tree for like ages because they have nothing better. I'm just saying, I don't know his perspective. Yeah. But going back to Biden though, like, yeah. Clay, clearly that guy can make it to. You'd be surprised. Is that what we said about Boy? No, see, Boy is harder than Biden though. How yeah. so? <laughs> well, it's also like, yeah. I'm... Okay. I don't know that, so let exactly. me tell you. About it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But Brian doesn't give me Biden vibes. How many times did the guy pop up on TV for you to be able to say? That's a good point. He doesn't speak much. <laughs> he doesn't speak. Yeah, like so. Doesn't speak much. For me, speak much. for me, they're, they're all geriatric patients, like, is, and they're they're in power basically. So yeah, but um, you can okay, bro, okay, let's bro. So even like for me, like. I you think, just don't care. That's the thing. Yeah, you just, no, see, just don't care. You just, <laughs> you don't no, care. No, 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 but because but, I'm thinking about it, like... Which is fine. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm just thinking about it, like, some of the things that we expect to happen. Like, we've seen when Buhari first came to office and not even just Buhari, Mugabe, all of these people that were like, oh, they will, uh, they will expire soon. Like, some of them spend the next 15, 10, 15 years. They're still... They might not be functioning at 100%, but... Okay, yeah, yes, but obviously, the, the US... The, demand, the, the demands of the role in Nigeria yeah. as a president... Yes, different yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, Obama came in there with like a full blown black hair. <laughs> right. Left with full blown gray hair. He sucked blood out of that guy's His life. Energy. Trump was, I believe Trump was on steroids, to be honest. <laughs> Bro, let them that. not come and <laughs> tap our networks and stuff. But yeah, sure. No, 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 that's no, that's steroids are, are fine. They're not steroids are not. Yeah. I didn't I I, I didn't accuse him of drugs. Steroids <laughs> that people just used to. People give you steroids if you go to hospital now. If you have like yeah, yeah, um, pains and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so steroids are normal. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like, you know, Trump Trump did like campaigns. Like I would see, I would see on the news, Trump would do like campaigns in different cities on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was always speaking. And that guy was old. Yeah, 71. Like, like he had, he had the energy about him that, I was like, how is this person doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Even man. when he had COVID, he came, he came back out after like, <laughs> was not like, Four days or something, yeah, yeah. And you're in that category of vulnerable people. You're seventy, seventies. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I just, just, well, you can imagine if this lady takes over Kamala Harris. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And see, this is what I think. This is my disillusionment with with with. I don't think we can just say I'm not bothered because. No, 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 no. It's 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 not it's not a. What happens in the US is often a framework for everywhere else. Yes, I know. So, so, well, my my point is not that I'm not bothered about everything. I'm just like, there's some things like, 
it's almost the thing that you always say of the things that you can change around you. Like, obviously, I'm going to be aware. Like, this conversation made me learn a bit more around about Afghanistan and just the history of the Taliban because that was something that I was curious about. Like, okay, like how, because a lot of people were trying to draw parallels between what's happening there and what could potentially happen in the north of Nigeria, right? And all of those things. And one argument was, you know, the Boko Haram and everything, they're not as organized or they are not, like, they're not looking to set the government and that's like, people have said different things. For now. Yeah, you get. So for me, it's like, I do understand how these things can inform us of what potentially could happen and I guess prepare in some kind of way. Where it's like, okay, my, my, my issue is just this, this need to center like just the attention i just feel like maybe there's just a bit too much attention paid to the media side of things right like and not what's the the u.s to the u.s or to the west or just like for me it's like what you see in the media like the rhetoric in the media right it's just one level deep right and so like all these things i learned about just now before this conversation i'm just trying to brush up and stuff it wasn't from me scrolling through social media and grabbing it like all like all of those things tend to focus on one side of things and push a certain kind of narrative that you think you're aware of what's going on but you're not really right and so oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of so, course. So if you're making any decisions off of those oh this is what it's happening in the news right now and all of those things like what decisions are you really like making or what are no, again yeah. to be honest yeah there's nothing nothing from this chat can have practical utility yeah because I'm not going to pick up my phone and call Kamala Harris tomorrow. I don't have a phone number. <laughs> You're not going to call Taliban leader. We don't, we're not talking to them. What it just is, is a case of awareness. Simply, it doesn't go beyond that. Yeah. It doesn't go beyond that. Can't really do much, to be honest. And as you said, you know, it's when you said um, that people, that if you could if you look at the news, you think you know something, but you don't really know it. It goes back to that joke of, do you know something or do you Google know it? Hmm. You know, because different between knowledge and pseudo-knowledge. And yeah. most of us have pseudo-knowledge, yeah. just things For that sure. we just read, but it's not contextual. But it is what it is. But I mean, the I, I get the attention to the US sometimes, is but it affects, I mean, how does it affect me? Well, simple thing is, let's say, I don't know, visa applications. Yeah. Right, when Trump came in, yeah, you have said, oh, I don't care about the US, but look, look at how he, it banned mm-hmm. many countries from applying to, to visas. Yeah. Right. And in, in that space of four, no, no, I don't think it was four years. I think it's one year or two years banned there about. It could affect many people's careers and lives and stuff. For sure. For sure. You know, and to also maybe even give ginger to other places, you know, I mean, it mm-hmm. gave rise, it gave ginger to countries like Brazil, but nobody would go to Brazil, so that's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. On that level, yes, I do agree that at the end of the day, policies and all these things find their way back to you. Like, the people you elect, elections have consequences, is what people always say. But again, you can, you can also take what you see from those countries and translate to your country, because for example, thinking about this election that just happened and where they brought in Biden, someone who is clearly incompetent. Mm. I mean, clearly they voted just because they wanted to get rid of the devil, which is fair. We did that as well, didn't we? We did that as well. Yeah. But we got a new devil. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, because we yeah. thought we thought we were voting for the savior. We're getting rid of the devil. But we got got the actual devil. We got the devil's choir master. <laughs> so you never know. And at, at least with us, we can say, actually, no, I, I, I was gonna say that at least with us, we can we can say we know who's controlling. The strings, but actually, we don't even know what's going on. Bari may not be the 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean we should be passive. You know what I also saw as well is uh the number of companies, you know, those defense contractors that make a lot of money from the government for yeah. all these wars. Yeah. You know, some always profits from all these wars, yeah, someone always sure. profits, all these companies. Is it profits you know, game? Boeing, Boeing, Boeing has about 600 percent returns since in profits since since US invasion in the in Afghanistan. Okay. You know, Lockheed Martin Aviation number one defense company. Speaking of Lockheed Martin, I was in the office actually. I didn't know who those are. So Lockheed Martin is is the top defense company. They make like um what's the word? Um defense stuff. Let me mm. let me have a Google at you quickly. So like airplanes, uh like fire firefighting jets. Yeah. And stuff. So like many people have like ethical um grievances against um Lockheed Martin. Yeah, arms, defense, aerospace. Yeah. Also, also some other guys. Is it B and and and, and they got one one thousand and one hundred and something percent increase? One thousand percent. It's probably why this guy is um, you know, um Javizos is suing the US government because of uh deal that is they do. Yeah, um, so there's there's a contract, a space contract that was supposed to go to them and um, Elon Musk's company. Oh, then, have you listened to so Have you listened to Business Wars, Space Wars episode? On not yet. Business, oh, that's that's actually a good one. Yeah. So I'll check so out. so they discussed the space wars between Bezos, and Branson, and Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So um, I think the US decided to go. It was supposed to be a dual contract between I think um. Jeff Bezos' company and Elon Musk, and they decided to go with just Elon Musk. And so Jeff Bezos is suing, I guess. Um, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. I, I went on that small tangent to just say, like, you know, behind all of these things, like, I think the amount of the, the power money has and economic whatever has to drive that or how it's currently driving the world today, it doesn't seem like something that is ever going to end well. Like, that's just my issue. Please tell me, please tell me, you're not a billionaire should not exist kind of person. No, 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 no. I like, I'm not saying I'm. I was, I'm, like it's it's a the form in which it exists. My my problem is how when we find one good thing, we try to use that as the answer to everything. We we have this need. As okay, let's not let's not get into. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but but that's I'm just trying to say that <laughs> when you well, like, just chaffly stumped me like this guy about to go again um but yeah like the the, the point is just when, when it comes to a lot of things are t- decided on like monetary value like at the end of the day it's a money thing even this pulling out of the u.s from whatever if you look deep into it you find out it's that all it's, money it's all money like you know you're spending the war cost money and things like that and you know what i've been seeing is stories of soldiers that have fought there and either been injured or dealing with ptsd and how disillusioned it makes them to see that all that day. Imagine if you're like waking up every morning and they are drumming it into your head that this yeah, is why yeah, yeah, this yeah. is why we're doing this. And, and you one go day there and it's like they just, they just tell you that oh we're we're done, we're going. It's almost yeah, it's that disillusionment, honestly. Like the more the problem it creates for the primary unit of life, which is the person, the human. Um, yeah, nobody cares about that. When they're making those decisions, they don't really care. You understand? Apparently, I, 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 I think as an American, once you're a certain age, you have, you have to sign up for the draft, even right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and right. Now, is this, I thought that was always the case, right? Or it was always voluntary. Was it, is it voluntary or mandatory? I don't even know. I know you have to. I don't know. 
Because I know. I mean, I mean in, in Niger, we don't get any, any such demands. So just cool. Yeah, because it's, for them, it's a political thing now. Like, let's, let's not even get to the whole Niger army recruitment process and defense process. Like, it's not a service to your country kind of thing. Um, they've, it's also yeah, but also, we're pretty much. With NYC, um, the, the, the version of it is NYC, paramilitary, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, just want to talk about Biden and Afghanistan and Taliban. I just want to say, you know, I imagine what it's like. Yeah. Um, um being there right now. And imagine even what like if you're somebody who is even like you can imagine if someone who maybe even living in the West right now, but you're like you're like your heritage is, is there. It's there. It's yeah. it's the woman. It's it's honestly the also woman. messed up as well. It's the woman. Like it's just the uncertainty of everything, right? So it, it, essentially a new form of government has come. And that government has its rules and what it believes in. And they're on Twitter. Yeah, yeah bro, bro, bro. Uh, they have a PR machine now. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this thing is... Wait, wait, no, no. That, 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 that's not why I screamed. What? They're on Twitter. But somebody who said the wrong name or race or gender is, is banned on Twitter. I'm sorry. I, I... <laughs> that's another another reaction episode that we that would have to do of the whole so so the, the issue the issue generally is Taliban is on Twitter that no when I saw it, that busted no, my head no, and and you know do you know the problem it should be it's good freedom so, of so it's not just freedom do you know the problem Wale I think the problem also is that when you hear Taliban like Oh yeah, think yeah, negative. Terror, yeah, yeah, terrorists. Terror, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, that's yeah. why I gave this history I gave when we started the episode <clears throat> or, or this conversation. The fact that it's like a, like they started as a rebel group, but they eventually came into government. It's like, yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. like a political movement as well. But obviously, yeah. because they um the Islamic law and everything that they they, they believe and the Sharia law and all of those things, what causes all of these things that yeah, yeah, to yeah. them, to them, even the narrative it, of yeah. them taking over was made to seem as if I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, but. No, it was made to it seem. Was, it was made to seem, yeah. Like, you understand, oh but, God, but I don't understand yeah. that. You know, the, the the laws are repressive, particularly to women. Like nobody's saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you understand. Yeah. But what's the difference between them and like North Korea, for example, or you know, Tanzania? Like there are some governments that have very repressive laws that are still in existence. But again, bro, you, we can't. You, you we can't, can't know. Yeah, we can't know. Yeah, and and yeah. they're not there. I'm not yeah. there. We only, yeah. we, we only get what we read. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just said that like when I first said they were on Twitter, I laughed mm-hmm. because I thought <laughs> it's interesting that they're on Twitter. That, yeah. Got they yet. Yeah. And and I mean they shouldn't be banned. I, I don't I mean I don't know what it should be done with, but I just, the fact that they're on Twitter just made me laugh when I heard it. Yeah. I thought about those who have been banned on Twitter yeah. for communicating in their basement. I just thought interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No, it, the, it's it's very tricky to be a, a global tech platform that allows communication these days because you know it's that it's the you know there are two camps camps of free speech it's, everything it's, happens it's, it's, it's not tricky it's not tricky at all it's very sure? very no, no, no. it's, it's very very straightforward let me see what i know so so what i, why I said it's tricky is is like let's look at it as two halves allow every kind of communication to go on or moderate you understand like so are you saying the easiest solution is to allow every kind of things to go on? But then if you do that, yes, that's no, what if you, but if you do that in, in places like the US, you can get sued because people will find a way to blame you for those kinds of things, right? So as much as you try to absorb responsibility by saying this is a platform where everything can go on, people will still sue you. And particularly in places like that, like the US, where the legal system is built, where everybody 
yeah, yeah, suit away from being destroyed, right? So Wait, that's how, what, how will someone see you? So, like, somebody will see you if if you're on, if you're on Twitter and somebody says, "Oh, tomorrow I want to go and shoot somewhere," and you go shoot, and then someone sees Twitter. It's talking cases. Like, it, it, it might be a case that will get thrown out, but it's still a case that is filed, and you have to answer to it. Like, there's all of this drama that happens because your platform is used okay, to. Okay, okay, fair enough. But every every case we've heard of them banning people and kicking them off Twitter. It hasn't been how many cases have been in this action that 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 are swearable? Mm. People receive death on if you're on Twitter, bro. You someone can send a death threat today on Twitter. Sure. A death threat. Sure. And the person is and the person is still fine tweeting. Yeah. So, so why is that like, okay? So why is that okay? And and I say, oh, um, I don't think this this place is systemic systemically racist and, and I get banned. Well, I got reported, bro. Why? His, his agenda, like it was almost the another conversation we have of the whole OnlyFans thing. Like, for some reason, your like your platform is fine for something, but when you start to raise money, people are questioning, and people don't want to give you money because they don't want their money to be involved in certain things. And now you're changing your policies. So for me, at the end of the day, it still comes down to an economic conversation. Who controls the money? Like the dark web and stuff like that. You know, nobody's in control. Nobody's moderating the dark web. Like and everything is going on in there and people are calling for maybe that to be moderated because like if if because of what this free thing that you have I, yeah but because, yeah, but yeah this, this difference there is conversation on twitter has no extrinsic value you might think or so intrinsic. you might think or if, 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 if sure i what I, mean there, so I don't know actually. but see i think i get what you're trying so, to say my point there is that moderation there Compared to okay, fair enough. You want to moderate things like the dark yeah. web, and yeah, that involves transactions. That involves things of assets. Yeah, you but you can't like that's the thing. I think the influence of Twitter and the impact of Twitter is not just limited to conversations because everything starts from there. You understand? People posting manifestos of shit they want to do. People yeah, learn about. Yeah, but once you start choosing what to select and what to select, you have opened a box that you can't close again. Yes, my- yes. And my me playing devil's advocate here is that we have we have examples of platforms where that box has not been opened. Everybody has left, everybody's do what they want to do. And those platforms have devolved into things that recreate like what? new problems. The dark web, for example, like it was it's called the dark web, not because like it started off as a free space yeah, for everyone to the dark not- web is is not is it's not a, a utility like Twitter. Who is. said? Who said? Like people okay, go there because they don't want to. Let's 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 go home. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna say that like final thing is that the the whole it's it's not a black and white thing because we've had examples of both where there's complete free speech and when there's complete moderation and the problem is the human race. Let's just that's what it is. And once we're involved with anything, this problem of morality and whatever will come up. And we've decided to ignore the conversation for quite long, but to catch us up at some point in time. I drop my mic or at least push it away from my face. But yeah, that's, that's it. Gents, ladies, have a good day and a good week, whatever you're listening. All right. Take care. Cheerios. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this off-season episode from 20s Carwheels. We're still on a break, but we'll be back before you know it. But in the meantime, go ahead and follow us on 20s Carwheels at Instagram. We... I guess when the season is on, tend to post, not tend to, we post polls, quotes, and 
all of the above basically anyways it's been fun taking a break i think why we like taking this break so it, it gives us time to refresh um and just come back stronger with more interesting types of content but thanks for everyone who's been sending feedback to us of you know how we've been doing so far go ahead and listen to all the other episodes like if you missed anyone during the season this is like the perfect time to catch up before we come back anyways see you guys later bye